0: Look at me. It makes me
1: laugh. It's just fun. Hello.
0: Hello. No good morning? You didn't say it to me.
1: I suppose not. Good morning. Good morning. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well,
0: good day evening afternoon hello listeners
1: (laughs) if you haven't heard us before i'm russ that's jordan and we're just talking about life that's it that's the point before our slight detour last week in which i talk about how much my brain hates me um we had talked about our move to poland about six months after we got married Mm -hmm. so that's where we're gonna pick up and and take off this week is just talking a little bit about that that experience, and I guess everything we learned there, and have brought forward mm-hmm. to our relationship and just to life. So, quick recap: you had met David and Simona when you were in college. Mm-hmm. They had like a storefront, in Vince space that they were like turning, community center. Yeah, that they were turning into a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and you knew something about that coffee.
0: Yeah, I had worked as a barista, and I worked in a cafe through college. Mm-hmm. One of My many jobs.
1: Yeah. One of the hats you wore. I liked
0: coffee. (laughs) Avid coffee drinker, yes.
1: So I'm like, all right, I'm down. Kind of went through the entire process of talking with Dobbin and Simona, figuring out how we could get there, how much it would cost, where we would live. Well, Dobbin and Simona figured out our apartment for us Mm -hmm. and all that. We just had to show up and had to have money. And as newlyweds, that was somewhat of a challenge. We had money to live, but we didn't have a overflowing bank account that we could just throw whatever the, we had to have a specific dollar amount in the bank to cover any rent and expenses and everything that we needed while we were there. I know we came up with some, we had some donations, but we were still quite a bit short of that number.
0: And I don't remember how short we were. At least a thousand. Was it 1,500?
1: I want to say it was probably even more than that, but at least, yeah. I thought it was closer to 25, but Oh. Like, it was It was okay. enough that it was like, oh, well, I, I guess we're,
0: like... We're not going to be able to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was coming down to it. It was very interesting um, because we had said, yes, we were definitely open to coming and supporting, and so we took steps in that direction, and it was, I don't know, weeks? Was it even a month, maybe, was, but weeks? I
1: think within, before, within a month, yeah.
0: Yeah, before going, all of a sudden... Mhm. and you want to tell that part of the story. Oh, I
1: wouldn't, you know, just so happened that your grandparents mm-hmm. had received some money from a inheritance. Yeah, from your grandpa's sister's friend yeah
0: and I remember Papa saying and Grammy too when they received the check in the mail they just felt instantly this is to go to Russ and Jordan for their trip to Poland mm-hmm. and they called and told us that and I remember being like well no this is yours I was like no no we know this is meant for you and you get to receive this mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay Papa okay okay yeah.
0: <laughs> And yeah. so we did. And because of that, we were able to go.
1: Mm-hmm. We finally had everything all lined up. We had the finances. We had place to live. We had our flights. So we had that three-day turnaround from when we were in Israel. We flew back to Portland and then...
0: Changed out our luggage mm-hmm. to winter wear.
1: Yep. And landed and
0: off in we went.
1: Poland to negative degrees and feet of snow. And I'm now in this country where I can say... Yes. No. Please and thank you. And
0: do you speak English? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
1: If, if 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 I'm lucky, I can stumble my way through. I'm an American. Do you speak English? Yeah. We land in Gdańsk,
0: mm-hmm, which is in the northern part of Poland. Mm. It's absolutely beautiful, up towards the Baltic Sea. Mm-hmm.
1: We get in the car. We drive to Kowale.
0: Yeah, David picked us up. Remember?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, it was a surreal thing to me, because the entire time... Oh,
0: right, because you had never been there, you had never met them. N- okay, so yes, been, tell your never perspective. Never met
1: them. I mean, we chatted with them via Skype mm-hmm. a couple times, so I'm like, they're good people. Cool. That's all I need to know. My extent of international travel was Canada.
0: <laughs> That's right. And that was before and, you and needed Israel. passports. Yeah,
1: and, and Israel, <laughs>
0: Oh yes, then when we were married, yeah, we
1: went to. The so country. land in into Gdansk and get our luggage in the car. And Kowale isn't really that far from Gdansk.
0: It's like a suburb. I mean, yeah, if Gdansk is your major city, then yeah, Kowale like is a twenty-minute, yeah. yeah, yeah, ride out from there.
1: Smaller little little town. Mm-hmm. We lived right off the the main little where all the shops were and all that. We were. Mm-hmm. On the, Third-floor walk-up with no dryer for our laundry. (laughs) Well, that's
0: very how it is, you know? know? Yeah, Um, we didn't have that in Singapore either.
1: In our, what, 450, 500-square-foot apartment?
0: It was tiny. I mean, and, you know, actually, it's so fun listening to you say that because I wonder now it feels like it was actually a little bit bigger than our second place in Singapore. And I don't know if that's true, but I mean, both places were teeny tiny shoebox, Yeah. And yeah. So we walk in and it's almost a perfect square. So you walk in and you've got the bathroom to your left Mm -hmm. and then the bedroom to your left. And then you keep going down, you know, to the right is the whole living space mm-hmm. and it's combined with the kitchen, well if you can even call it a kitchen, a <laughs> little little kitchenette, little kitchenette yeah. area and that was it. Yeah. That with was a table
1: that folded down off the wall.
0: Right, yeah, that's right for the kitchen. Yes, you'll sit on you know, mm-hmm. That was so cute, and so so this will become important in the story as we get going. But just no small space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a great location because we could walk down, and as you said, I mean the community center was there. They had transformed it into coffee shop so we were able to be there there was a local grocery store Mm -hmm. and then just some little food restaurant shops um, convenience store to buy bus tickets also you'll tell that story and then yeah we could walk to the end of the community and be on the main road where the bus would be Mm -hmm. and we could take that into the main city center um, or wherever else we may be going Mm -hmm. for for that day. Yeah, So
1: it was fun. It was tiny. As I'm sitting here in our space that we're recording right now, put this with...
0: I mean, this was it, baby.
1: It was tiny, yeah. (laughs) But that comes in handy, you and I, rock-hard place, unstoppable force, immovable object, and then we're forced to be in this tiny little space.
0: Yeah, you can't escape one another. Yeah,
1: like, literally, you go into the bedroom, and that's it. Like, there was no separation of anything. Mm-mm. We're living in this country thousands of miles away from...
0: Anyone we really know. Yeah,
1: any other support, any... The time zone is you know from West Coast US to
0: I think it was a seven hour well no yeah. from West Coast US, man, nine hours maybe. Yeah, think- and so yeah, it was just interesting, you know, in our in our early married year, well, throughout our marriage. <laughs> I guess to be fair, rock and hard place. But we've learned how to flow with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, being in relationship together was very challenging because we see things very uniquely while we're aligned in many ways we still view things very uniquely and how we communicate isn't how the other receives communication and we know that now hindsight always 2020 20. But at the time, you know, it's like I am speaking to you and it, it's just like you do not understand. And same, like it's like you're listening to someone and you recognize that they're trying to speak to you but you cannot understand anything yeah. that they're saying. And yes, they're using English words but you understand it,
1: But it's anything. all gobbledygook.
0: Yeah, and so um, that really led to a lot of stress, you yeah. know, and discord. I am so thankful because I... This is just me, but I believe that had we been at home in the US, Mm -hmm. close to family, close to friends, the easiest thing to do would have been to escape. Yeah, the easiest thing to do, yeah, would have been to leave, to talk with someone else, to complain, to this, to that. Mm -hmm. And because we just so happened to be in a very remote part of Poland without. You know, local connections. It was like, well, we either figure this out or we don't. Mm-hmm. And we both are of the mindset of, well, we're gonna figure it out. We don't quit. We don't lose. <laughs> and so, we work to figure it out.
1: It out, yeah. And I mean, it did result in a lot of hurt feelings and you know, oh, back yeah. and forth, and
0: yeah, definitely. But,
1: yeah. Over the, the course of our time there, it got better and better, and yeah. it it really was. It was just that crucible that we needed.
0: Yeah, we definitely got to have. For me, yeah, I'm incredibly thankful because I just, I think life would have looked vastly different had we not gotten this opportunity and experience mm-hmm. so young in our marriage and from that point we realized we really can count on each other we really can make anything happen and mm-hmm. work and we took that forward then the next I mean up until now mm mm-hmm. Right. It's like, yeah, throw anything at us. We've got this.
1: Yeah. I just realized was this was almost exactly 15 years ago.
0: I know. I know. I, yeah. This exact time, actually, people.
1: It like, would have been in the mid-February. Month. Yep. That we moved there. That just hit me. And I'm like, wow, that was 15 years ago. I know. Uh, so we moved there, worked in the coffee shop. hmm And it would be fun because, you know, I'd go down in the morning for the, you know, the handful of people that would come into the coffee shop and you'd come in in the afternoon or we'd rotate or however it worked. And then a couple days of the week, we had made connections to a couple of the kindergartens.
0: Yes. Oh, this was really fun. We did not know that we would be doing this when we initially came. But then as we're with the coffee shop, we're brainstorming, you know, how can we connect with the community? Like how can we, you know, build awareness and let people know like the the coffee shop is here anyone's welcome doors are open and so we realized yeah like how about these local preschools kindergartens not just for the staff but then the families mm-hmm. right and what was beautiful is we happen to be native english speakers mm-hmm. And so the preschools were very open to having us come in on a consistent basis Mm -hmm. to talk with the kids, support them practicing their language and yeah, just, just be, be with the community. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a ton of fun to me, play with the kids and talk with the kids. And I'm still absolutely floored by the flexibility of tiny human beings to learn multiple languages yeah. In those
0: young, formative mind. years. Amazing.
1: But I mean, some of these kids, you know, of course, native Polish speakers, but then we're so proficient in English already at Five youngest being I four. Mean, yeah, three, four. And while they, you know, they speak like a three or a four year old, mm-hmm. but the older kids, you know, every once in a while they'd be like, what's this? You'd have to give them a word. And, oh, yes, yeah. talk, talk, talk.
0: <laughs>
1: and in Polish, talk is yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, talk, talk, talk. But it was just fun to, to see that. And then also to get to meet and get to know the teachers.
0: Yes. And we enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the teachers uh, was really meaningful to me. She and her... Mm-hmm. I think partner. I don't know that they're married yet. Oh yeah, engaged. Yeah. Um, but they had invited us out a couple of times just Mm -hmm. to be with them and get to know them and like build relationship and friendship. And I so appreciated that. Mm -hmm. It means so much, just the love and openness Mm -hmm. and generosity of people and acceptance.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gdańsk is such a an old city. Yes. So historic, you know, growing up again, West Coast, USA, our old stuff goes back a couple hundred years.
0: (laughs) Right, it's nothing.
1: And there's buildings that were built in like 1400 and all of that. And so again, post-Israel where everything dates back. BC. Yeah. And then to this, you know, more modern, but still historic and just getting connected to that.
0: Yeah, realizing how young. Mm Mm-hmm. We are. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Going through all that, fighting because we're both buttheads. (laughs) We're both stubborn. (laughs) Learning what the difference between still water and sparkling water was, especially when
0: Oh yes. (sighs) Because we we didn't drink from the tap.
1: Because that's what we're always told when you travel is don't drink the the local water, it'll you know mess with your digestion and and all that. So we would go up to Bidranka and get the five-liter jug of water. I remember the first time getting it, and it all just looks like water. <laughs> so I get home and crack the thing open, and it starts bubbling at me, and I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Why is my water moving?
0: Do you remember? Yeah, and then we got milk um, in the box. Oh, Because yeah, it the was the UTH or yeah, UH or whatever UHT. it is, ultra-heat yeah. treated. Yeah. yeah, and that was really odd for us, because I hadn't experienced that before mm. either in any of my travels, so that was... That was interesting. Yeah. We had that in Singapore too. But anyway, yeah. the pizza is not pizza there, like it, not not like we think of pizza, y'all. So <laughs> yeah, that was definitely
1: a the the little pizzeria in Kowale that had like their sauce was just the ketchup on the table. I know. But then you also had the spicy ketchup or the regular ketchup. Yep. Which is just
0: which is good.
1: Uh, I mean, again, a silly little thing. Mm-hmm. Just the. Enlightenment you receive when you when you travel when you spend time in the culture. So we got to work at the coffee shop we went and taught English in the in the preschools and then you actually had a connection from your school That you went to your university that was bringing another group of college students.
0: Yes
1: And so we were the the point in country for that group of 15 students yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so connecting with you know some of the places that we could do service projects Mm -hmm. and these American college students some introduction to a different culture and things Mm -hmm. like that and I still think two of my favorite happened at the school where they were staying but Polish being very respectful Right, there's definitely that that oh, hierarchy yeah, of the
0: formal language, yeah. yes, and then informal, and yeah. Um, yeah, and I would say too something to remember. Oh, uh, I mean Gdansk, again, the, the northern part, very traditional, um, not always very open to outsiders, very hesitant, reserved, reserved. skeptical. I think
1: reserved is the right.
0: Yeah. Um, so keep all of that in mind yeah. as Russ tells the, yeah. these stories.
1: So the, the first one, thank you, is, and I'm going to butcher it, so any native speakers. Apologies. Apologies, but is jinkuyo. Uh, and if you say thank you very much, it's barzo jinkuyo. And if you say thanks, it's jinky. And so we had this guy that came from, the, from your school that just great heart, great kid, kid. He's two years younger than me, whatever. Um, but just a, you know, such a, a great heart. Yeah. And I remember he, he was trying, he was trying so hard.
0: Yeah, he wanted to connect with the workers. He wanted to be so polite. He wanted to speak in their language. Just like it all came from a beautiful from place. From a great
1: place. And so I just remember we're sitting in the, uh, the cafeteria at, oh, yes. at the school that the they were staying line. at. Yes. You know, he's up at the window getting his food. And then all of a sudden this lunch lady is just yelling at him and she
0: was a mature, like we would say auntie
1: she was an auntie yeah she was and she was just yelling at him and he is huge eyed terrified
0: beet red
1: so embarrassed yeah and he comes over and he's like what did you tell me to say and i'm like i told you how to say thank you and he said i said jinky i said jinky oh no oh but no 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 don't say that
0: to people older than us yeah (laughs) <laughs> say that to your peers.
1: To your peers. To <laughs> oh he was so embarrassed and that was right, right. Like you can say the right thing and it still be wrong.
0: Yes.
1: But there was that oh, one the and then nuances. No is not a universal word, right? No does not mean no everywhere
0: yes and and so in polish talk is yes and no is like yeah no no like yeah yeah Mm -hmm, i'm following mm -hmm, you yeah mm
1: -hmm, (laughs) so now go ahead (laughs) so again you know with these college students and getting them connected to some of their peers some around the similar age and doing stuff around the city and things like that and we were going somewhere, whole group of, of students, and one of the girls from, from the school was, oh yeah, we're gonna go here. And this local kid is, oh no, 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 no. And he's just listening, he's just, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 So we wind up getting wherever we're, we were gonna go that night, and this kid is there, and this girl from America, is like, you said you weren't coming. <laughs> coordinating whatever, and I'm like, oh, no, he said no. And she's like, yeah, he said no. I'm like, no. He he said no. No is, yeah, Uh uh-huh. And she's like, no is no. (laughs) No no means no. And I'm like, in Polish, it doesn't. (laughs) 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 No means, uh uh-huh. No means, yeah, which is confusing when you're used to no. how how black and white it is. But it was just such a, a genuinely hard, great time. Yes. You had gone. You had been there before. You knew what to expect. Like I said, my my extent of being out of the country was going to Vancouver, BC mm-hmm. or, you know, some of that. So I have no idea what to expect, but I'm just going to go. It's going to be all right, which I think kind of the lesson we have learned time and time again is when we get hit upside the head with something that is so incredibly ludicrous that there's no way that we can possibly make it happen. We're just going to go with it.
0: Yeah, we've really learned to just say yes. Even if all thought, logic doesn't mathematically add up, when we get this sense, this wildly outrageous invitation so far in our life, anytime we've leaned in and said yes and just taken the leap, everything works itself out. Yeah,
1: it is not always what we imagine.
0: Oh no, no but we always have exactly what we need when we need it.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the the lesson that we've learned over time is we have a little bit of control over things.
0: Not really, it's an illusion.
1: But we have such a a limited amount. Our choice is yes or no. Do we do it do we not? And then everything else, whether it is where we live or how we do certain things, things will work out in the end. might not be how we think it will be or how we imagined it to be. Like, I'm gonna learn Polish. No, <laughs> no, nope, I'm sorry, sorry. Not happening. It's just such a challenge. Like the, the story that you alluded to of getting bus tickets. Mm. Very sweet. Once the people in our community were like, oh, you're here mm-hmm. and you're, you're here to participate. Mm-hmm. It was really incredibly fun. So yeah, in Kowale, in there was a coffee shop, there was a pharmacy. There's a pizza shop. There's a little grocery store, salon, things like that, mm-hmm. like right in that little roundabout. And I would go into the little convenience store to get our bus tickets mm-hmm. so we could go into town or go to the, the train station. And the first couple times I would go in and, Hi, um, I, need a, I need a bus ticket. And the first couple times she let me slide, the, mm. the lady that, that ran the shop. And after a, probably a few weeks, mm-hmm. she's like, poposku
0: <laughs>
1: I know that means Polish. <laughs> I think.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, you want me to ask you in Polish? Yes, oh. she's
0: inviting you to yeah. <laughs> become and, one. <laughs>
1: and it always, I have to count on my fingers. Another thing, because Polish has two words for one. Huh. If you're counting versus if it's a number, it's different. So I'd have to count <laughs> maybe like, I need two, and form it, and she'd sit there and she was so patient, would just sit there, let me work it out. Mm-hmm. And I'd try and, you know, ask for two tickets for 4 Zwati and 80,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I could never...
0: Oh, it's very big and complicated. Yeah. Or, I... sh- or something. Yeah. It's... anyway.
1: I I know I will butcher it every single time, but it was close enough that she's like, okay, okay. Every time she would just smile and very sweet, but pushing me out of my comfort zone. Because I could have just been like, yeah, I'm an American. I need two bus tickets.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Another thing that we have taken with us is participating in the culture.
0: Yeah, like recognizing we're guests and we get to receive whatever is put before us in gratitude Yeah, and be a yes to that. Mm-hmm. So if it's food or if it's language or if it's attire or if it's hobbies or mm-hmm. a recreation, I mean, anything, everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Just going and doing and participating. Mm-hmm. While we were there, we went down to Krakow and experienced that.
0: And oh, and now for those uh, geography, it's the southern part of Poland, mm-hmm. um, close to the bordering countries. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah you can.
1: So, you know, that was a. An excursion with the the college kids.
0: Yeah. And, you
1: know, experience, you know, a different city and Mm -hmm. some of what it had. And part of that trip was going to Auschwitz and Birkenau. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, we had just been in in Israel at this point, maybe two months before.
0: Yeah, and we had gone to the museum Mm -hmm. there.
1: Went to the Holocaust Museum there and experienced that. and.
0: Yeah. And so, so then months later to go back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I say go back. I had been there once before, but this was your first time. Yeah. Share your so, experience.
1: I've looked through the, the pictures in the last year or so, some of the pictures that I took when we were there. But that was definitely a place that you felt the weight. I, I felt the weight. Oh,
0: yeah. No, of, it's undeniable.
1: Of the history. I remember walking in and there's the, the fences and there's tall barbed wire tops razor wire topped 20 foot gap between these two fences. And then over one of them is the, the sign Arbeit Mach Frey. And, you know, that was kind of the, the illusion, the promise of the work will set you free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember walking through and walking into Auschwitz and feeling that weight, feeling that history yeah and like you feel all the souls of that space mm-hmm. seeing you know some of the the cells some of the rooms that were I could stand in and touch all four walls mm-hmm. there would be eight ten people mm-hmm. crammed in a spot like that so just feeling that feeling all of that weight it was cool sobering uh, like
0: what humanity is capable mm-hmm. of to one another it's 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 very sobering Mm
1: -hmm. again just such a an enlightening experience it's not it's something I encourage
0: yes I agree like I think it's natural for people to shy away and not want to be exposed and experience those tough challenging real Mm -hmm. things but I agree with you like there's value in allowing that And being open to that because to me, I I believe we all are responsible. Like we all are response able. We're able to see and take that in and make a decision. Who is it we wanna be? How is it we wanna show up? What are the ways we wanna contribute? and no one wins by ignoring mm-hmm. and putting your head in the sand.
1: No, no, well, not at all. Yeah, that was, I know even my tone has changed just because means, yeah, you know, reflecting you feel on it, it, it will always come back to me and not something that I want to do.
0: Right, no. Mm-hmm.
1: But I need to kind of stand as a witness. Yes. Like I need to see this so that I can speak for what I've seen.
0: Yes give a voice to those who are voiceless.
1: hmm Yes. Yeah, so that was a, a huge event, and that time was was going, and I just remember in Auschwitz, they have a lot of the the entire campus still there. Yep. And seeing the gas chambers and all set up as, as showers and just such a sobering moment of, this is heavy. This is really heavy. The entire drive back from from Auschwitz to the hostel that we were staying in. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in a van. We had 15 of us, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody said a word mm-hmm. for an hour. Mm-hmm. And even that night, yeah, everybody no, was still just yes. feeling the the weight of that.
0: Yeah, very somber mm-hmm.
1: evening. Yeah, but again, just such a moment, an experience to have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that now is a part of me, part of you. Yeah. You've been there, you've done that, you've seen it, you've felt it.
0: This is just a side note, yeah. but while we're on the subject, I know one of the books I had read recently, and I know you've begun, is Man's Search for Meaning mm-hmm. by Viktor Frankl. And I had not, because again, 15 years ago, but now in this moment, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. because he it was at, Ashwans the locations that we were able to be at and see, and um, and it's a reflection of his experiences in a what I would say is very real but also very tasteful mm-hmm. way, and his own journey of survival mm-hmm. through that period of time. And so it's a short book that I would encourage everyone. It's it's one worth adding to your reading and/or listening list mm-hmm. if you're an audiobook listener. Man, search for meaning. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Really
1: important. I was actually just reading some of that yesterday. Mm. And again, when they're talking about, when he's talking about, you know, being there and the experiences. And I'm like, I can put myself in that place because. You were physically there. I've seen that. I know exactly where he's talking about and the size of the rooms that he's talking about. And uh-huh. whew, that weight. Again, we spent a total of about three months, just shy of three months. In Poland.
0: Yeah, we did before coming back.
1: Came back That way we so. didn't have to deal with visa visas and, and all that. Like we could that. be on a tourist visa.
0: And I would say for us, you know, when it was time to leave, always I think, you know, sad. Like, because it was such a beautiful experience mm-hmm. and gift. And that also has been part of our lives together is saying goodbye, is mm-hmm. leaving, is loss is grief this is another thread we'll pull through our podcast you know I think we learned early on how to say goodbye and create closure well and that also has been a tremendous gift especially in talking with people that we know and are close to that haven't yet gotten to learn that and it's a struggle you know when they experience it later in life and so able to be grateful and happy and excited and mm. sad at the same time mm-hmm. and hold holding all of that range mm-hmm. and just not making it wrong, but allowing it to just be and yeah. be okay. Yeah.
1: Such a, just a, again, like a, a unique experience and that's other people have gone to Poland, yeah. Mm-hmm. Other people are from America, yeah. <laughs> other people have done all of this stuff and that's the point is you know we want to share that point of view and we're the only ones that can speak from from our perspective and our experiences that are sometimes just bat crap crazy <laughs> again going from the <laughs> middle east to poland in 3 days mm-hmm. well with a layover in america <laughs> kind of thing but just the insanity you kind of talked about it last week in the conference course that you taught of what is courage mm. and And what does it mean to be brave? It's not an absence of fear. Mm -mm. It is recognizing your fear.
0: And going for it anyway. And
1: proceeding, yeah. Just like, okay, you're a little bit terrified. You have no idea what the future holds, but you're going to take that next step and going to take that next step and you're going to take that next step. Six months into our marriage that we moved to Poland and Mm -hmm. we butt heads and we had to, we had to do that for us.
0: Yes, yeah, it was absolutely necessary for who we were, who we
1: are, Mm -hmm. yes. The easy out would have been to call it quits.
0: I know, but we would not be who we are today and not to toot our own horns, but we were pretty awesome when we met. So we're we're freaking phenomenal (laughs) now. I mean, it just keeps getting better, but you know, it's true. And I think that's the value of one, one of the great values of our relationship is that we are refining each other. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, we are making each other better and chipping away those things that don't work and don't serve, and we're polishing and shining the things that do work and do serve. Yeah. Uh, because of Poland, we recognize the value of staying in the fire, mm-hmm. staying in the crucible, because what comes out the other side is worth it.
1: It is, yeah. You could just roll over and, oh, I could be a jerk. I could just let you be a jerk, mm-hmm. but that doesn't do us any good. Yeah, I, we, not really in the I, end. Again. You hurt my feelings, I hurt your feelings, we go round and round, but at the end of it, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. In that moment, I'm under attack, you're under attack. Ah! But I come through it and it's like, oh yeah, no, you are right, I need to work on this. Mm -hmm. I need to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. I should do this more, I should, you know, even small things, it's just funny. You talk to yourself or you talk in your head mm-hmm. and then you'll come to me having had a conversation in your mind and I'm like, um, catch, catch me up here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I still catch myself doing that sometimes. I'm much better, but yeah,
1: yeah. but it's so funny because like you, funny. Are, you process so much either talking out loud to yourself, mm-hmm. which I mean, even now, sometimes I'll be downstairs or wherever. We'll be in opposite sides of the house. Like, are you talking to me? No okay, you're just talking or you're talking to one of the dogs. (laughs) But then again, yeah, you have something that you've already processed. You've worked through, you've run through, and then you come up, this is it. Like, okay, this is what, (laughs) Yeah. But the same for me, because I do process so much internally.
0: You do. When
1: I say something, like I've given this a lot of thought already. I've gone through pros and cons. And
0: sometime it'll be fine. We can talk about that in an episode on our brains, because I don't know that we've shared yet in this podcast, but you... Well, no, I think we did, but ADHD. Mm. And so the speed at which you process thoughts is... Amazing. It's so hard to describe people. It's like he is the flash. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like everything else is on pause while he is super speeding around in his mind with all of these answers. And so you process on a dime. That's something that I am unable to do. And that also has created a lot of tension because I need this space to process a thought, which we experienced in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes me time and it might take me an hour where it takes you 60 seconds. And so then you're frustrated because you're like, I've already got there. I've already figured it out. Can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? And I'm like, I'm going as fast as I can. Hello. <laughs> and so, but again, hindsight, you know, that's something that we learn later in our marriage. But when you look back at our moments, it's like, oh, of course, of course, that's what was going on. Of course, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's
1: a communication breakdown.
0: Yeah. Which, just a disconnect.
1: Yeah. Again, speaking English, speaking Polish, not the same. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Just a, a great experience that we got to have and got to learn so much and forced to grow so much in that time yeah. as individuals and as a couple, yes, like that was the the best growth, adapt or die kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But it was again so good for us that when we got through, got out, when we left, we we had grown yeah. together and individually, got to be even better versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Something that your dad and I were talking about, texting about a while back, of some of that fear of doing things that are new and experiencing things that just make every muscle in your body just tight and nah
0: <laughs> The toddler phase. Yeah. No, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> but it's not a, a statement anybody hasn't heard before, but if you're going through hell, keep going.
0: Yes, don't stop, my goodness. Keep going through that going. fire. Well, you're gonna come out. Woo!
1: Got to go back to even Ted Lasso. Yes. Most stories don't start in the dark forest, nor do they end there. So if you find yourself in the dark forest, you got to keep going.
0: Keep on going.
1: And that's just how it is. Just keep going. If uh, anybody wants us to talk about more, email is hi at russdonald.com. Drop us a line. All the same. Love you. Bye. Love you, Bye. back next week and spend some more time with us.